How do you do? Uh, my name is Deems Taylor. What you're going to see are the designs and pictures and stories that music inspired in the minds and imaginations of a group of artists. It's my very pleasant duty to welcome you here to Fantasia. Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the that was the part that I fell asleep every single time. <laughs> as soon you? as as soon as the Chernobog went away, I'm like. Everyone knows that. Oh, I kind of like that. You're gonna do. Are you gonna do samples of the songs? No, I'll just do. I like dinosaurs now. But you don't like this? I just didn't like it. It doesn't really sound like you like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And that's a problem. <laughs> what do you have against dinosaurs? Do you believe in dinosaurs? Hang out with the family. Having ourselves a party. Welcome back to Mixed Movie Reviews, a bi-weekly biracial podcast where we talk about old and very not PC animated movies sometimes. <laughs> I'm your host, Bob Saget, and I'm here with my siblings, Isabel and Singleton. Hey, Give the old razzle-dazzle. Hey, what's going on? That was different. <laughs> I know, I wanted to try something. <laughs> Every year, like, the news thinks that people want to know what, like, the top five search uh, queries were for people, and it, number one was Bob Saget. Huh. I wonder why. Interesting. I mean, he didn't die this past year. He died like a couple years ago. Yeah, he died yeah. a couple years ago. Well, anyways, <laughs> if you're listening, go ahead and leave us a review on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at Mixed Movie Reviews. Uh, this week, we are talking about Disney's 1940 Golden Age classic, Fantasia. Um, now, I loved this movie growing up. It was one of the movies that I watched so much, I didn't quite destroy the VHS tape, but <laughs> I watched it enough to the point where all of the classical music that they play in this movie is like embedded into my brain. And whenever I hear them outside of watching Fantasia, I immediately think of the animations. That's mm -hmm. cool. So what do you guys think about this movie? Um, I thought... I was excited to do another like cartoon film, um, especially with Disney. I mean, I feel like Disney's just going to come up a lot, mm -hmm. and um, I remember like certain scenes. But it's been I don't know fifteen years since I've seen this movie, maybe even longer Dang. Um, since I've seen this movie. So it was kind of fun to like, remember the music and remember the animation and fall um, asleep. And fall asleep. <laughs> I think I appreciated it a lot more, and I recognized the uh, the composers. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like being super young, you don't know who Sebastian Bach is or anything like that. So you're like, okay, I don't know who that guy is. But like understanding the music now, and understanding like, oh, okay, I'm associating music with images. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was really nice. I mean. There's some parts that I just didn't enjoy still. <laughs> it was just like a little slower. It's kind of like one of those films I remember, like, I think watching with Grandpa and Grandpa. Or, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa and Grandma. You know, it's like they have 
six movies in their house. It was like Fantasia, Fiddler on the Roof, and like some other war movie or something like mm. that. It's like that's the only thing they ever watched. So yeah. it was cool to rewatch this movie, but I was I was definitely having a hard time. But I also had a cold this week, so <laughs> we'll contribute the falling asleep to having a cold. Okay. <laughs> what about you, single one? Uh, I really enjoyed it because I don't. It was probably more than fifteen years ago that I saw this, and I can't remember. I think with a lot of the movies that you choose, even though th- there's a little like commonality between this one, it kind of goes over generations. That I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched this from beginning to end, mm-hmm. or told myself, "Hey, I'm going to sit down and watch this." But I remember every single story. I did forget a couple of the pieces that were in there, like how they began. I remembered like the middle of them, like mm-hmm. the, the, the artwork and the music. So it's probably when I was like walking by and you were watching it or something. Yeah. So I think you and I like the same piece in this movie, but sitting down and watching it from beginning to end, there's a lot of things that I caught that I wouldn't have caught when I saw it the first time. I mean, I remember seeing this when I was really young and, uh, Seeing it with uh, with mom, mm-hmm. so I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, lo- I love classical music, and I really like the animation that's in it. And knowing, I guess some of the the controversy that was behind the movie when it was released, I r- I really enjoyed seeing what people were kind of railing against at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nowadays it's just like, yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah. So, so this movie definitely sparked my love for orchestral music. I mean, even nowadays I love listening to the soundtracks and scores for like movies and video games. It's just, I don't know. It's just something that I really gravitate towards. Like the, the soundtracks for inception and interstellar are like some of my favorite, you know, two movies that you've never seen. Mm -hmm. I like inception. You've never seen it. Inception. Interstellar. She's never seen. I've never seen interstellar. (laughs) No, I went to go see that. Okay. And like IMAX and that shit blew my mind. Yeah, Inception <laughs> Inception is sweet. So do you like movies that have more of a <laughs> a score to them rather than a series of songs, like a soundtrack? I guess a soundtrack can be a score, but a movie is scored, or do you prefer movies that have like, oh, these 12 songs that you can hear anywhere? I don't know. It can be either or. Like there's some soundtracks for movies that just have music like inspired by Mm -hmm. and i think i like those less because i'm used to i'm more of the person who likes hearing the music that's already in the movie whereas probably that's why i like the scores most but with like say like blade like the soundtrack for that movie had Mm. so many songs that weren't in the movie and i'm like yeah, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, but, but you want to hear the ones that you heard in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But they want to make that sound. I'll just listen funny. to Blood Rave like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> if that or, song, excuse me, Confusion, Pump Panel Remix. Mm-hmm. If that song ever comes on and I'm at a party, I'm definitely leaving. <laughs> really? No matter where I am. Why? Yeah. Oh, because you don't want to get eaten? I know. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> 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 like biting your arm, you're like no, nope, not a vampire. Nope, not Dude. a vampire. No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so yeah, I really like orchestral music. I like how it's composed. I like how it's written. I like how sometimes there's themes and stories behind them. Mm-hmm. And Disney had done a series of animations to classical music, but it wasn't as like bombastic as Fantasia. They did it after this, before, before. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 
But I think it was separate animations, like not grouped together. Okay. I remember going to see uh, Fantasia 2000. Yeah, I do remember going to see that. I remember liking it. Because mm-hmm. it was also like new and upcoming, and like everything was like kind of fresh. Yeah, it didn't have the same impact as the first Fantasia had. Because mm-hmm. I think that was so new and so different, especially for what the 1940s. Yeah, to try something else, and like even some of the music like is dark, and it's like thinking about people nowadays versus like in the 1940s, probably a little bit more like I don't know. So the people back in the 1940s had exposure to the classical music that was in Fantasia, but then they were also exposed to Disney animations at that time. Yes. But the animation of Disney in this film was not what they were exposed to. So they were expecting like a duck and a mouse and classical music. But then when they came in with, you know, Night on Bald Mountain shapes and whatnot and that abstract Mm -hmm. type of uh, animation – it was very new. It was probably like, what the hell is this, you yeah. witch? <laughs> and, I, and I think we discussed at the very beginning, he's not the composer, but one of the guys is kind of talking the audience through, yes. okay, we're going to pair animation, like a new type of animation with these classical pieces that you've heard. Mm-hmm. And this is what you may, when you are at home listening to it, you might think of this and you yeah. might think of this and it's easing the moviegoer into what they are about to see. Yes. Yeah. So it's a good, it is going to be a shock to your system, <laughs> but it's okay. But we're all in this together. You're going to see Naked Fairy, so get <laughs> ready. <laughs> and, and real quick, um, what you were talking about, the animations that Disney did before this, but mm-hmm. they weren't like paired together. Yeah. I made reference to one of those. It's like the old windmill, oh, which yeah. was to classical yeah. music. And I, I pulled out, we'll watch it at the end of this, but that is what I remember. That's why like, Oh, the pairing of this type of animation with classical music. I, for some reason I thought it was in Fantasia, but it's not, but it's one of those standalone pieces that they would mm-hmm. play in between their regular programming. Yeah. And what's funny is there were a lot of, especially like European animators mm-hmm. that were doing more of like abstract animations kind of like my mind flowing and this is what's coming out of it yeah that they had like pitched to disney to like you know produce and promote and make a you know nice polished disney version of but they're like nah like they weren't like quite there yet Mm -hmm. and this seemed to be like definitely more of them like dipping their toes into the pool especially with the first yeah Yeah. so how it's received so yeah fun fact this was the first commercial film to use stereo sound. Huh. Look at that. Yeah. And the precursor to surround sound, which they called Fantavision. Or Fantasound. <laughs> Fantavision is a PlayStation game. Fantasound. <laughs> uh, which was used for this movie and only this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, Fantasound. Cool, this, cool, cool. This movie was really expensive to make at the time. And they didn't make their money back until like the 80s. Ooh. Like when they like re-released it. That makes sense. I, get, I understand that. Yeah. And for a long time, a lot of the process of making some of these animations because it was so groundbreaking. They hired this one guy, Herman Schulteis, who pioneered a lot of the techniques that they used for this. Okay. um, And he essentially wrote everything down in a book. I watched a little documentary on this, so I'm just going to kind of paraphrase it. But he wrote everything down in a book, and he was going to give it 
to Disney, like sell it to them. Yeah. And they're like, no, that's fine. So he kept it and it got lost for like, like 60 years. Oh. And then Disney found it because the house that he originally lived in was like bought out by some nuns. Okay. And they're like, here's a book that has a bunch of Disney stuff in it. And it was like falling apart. Okay. So they restored it and you can now view it in Disney archives, like digitally. That's very cool. But it has like storyboards. It has like this bar of music goes to this shot, Uh like down to the, down to the very minute details. I'm like, holy crap. Dang, Disney. (laughs) And unfortunately that guy walked into a jungle in like South America and he was never seen again. And that's That's how, and he just disappeared. Spooky. (laughs) So many people did. That's so, (laughs) just walked into a jungle, never saw him again. They're like, he had a camera and a pocket knife and I'm like, you're probably dead. didn't do him any good. <laughs> Jesus he probably got Christ. stung by some random bug. <laughs> just was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> or he got oh, a tree frog just like landed on his arm and he just died immediately. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's like, I can't wait to explore the world. Yeah, there were a lot of, well, junk, whatever. I could talk about rainforests and jungles all day. Yeah. But <laughs> he's like, you know me. I love jungles. He got wet, he got like wet feet. When it started raining day one, and then like fungus started growing, and he, <laughs> he, he couldn't walk, and, and then he just died. <laughs> Jesus. Some yeah. panther found him and fucking ate him. That sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you listening out there have never seen Fantasia, this movie is a collection of animated interpretations of great works of Western classical music, ranging from the abstract to depictions of mythology, fantasy, and settings including the prehistoric, supernatural, and sacred. Mm-hmm. And that was actually on IMDb because I started to write one. And I'm like, I should see what they have. Somebody <laughs> might have done a good version of this. And I, re- and I read it and I was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's, a, that's pretty good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Fantasia has, a, I guess, a small cast. It doesn't even really have credits. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it does kind of like Fantasia ends and it's just like. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like, I mean, that I was like, oh, I'm, pr- I guess I'm pretty sure. End. I'm pretty sure they changed it for the VHS copy that we had. Okay. But the original version, it has like the halfway, like, let's take a short break. Because the yeah. they used to, yeah, the intermission, because they used to do that in movies. But the conductor is Leopold Stokowski. Mm-hmm. And the master of ceremonies, the guy who talks about each piece before we're introduced to him, is Deems Taylor. Which I'm like, damn, that's kind of a dope name. That's what I thought. I Deems spelled it Taylor. Deems <laughs> Taylor. <laughs> and the orchestra that did all the music was the Philadelphia Orchestra, which is not pictured in the movie. That okay. was just a bunch of musicians from around Hollywood that they oh. hired to be there and so did like, they get like nice. The, they got yeah. like the handsome looking musicians. They're like, okay, we can't show these people. Because <laughs> oh, the other musicians are trolls. Yeah. They're like, hello. They'll be like, ooh, we can't use you. You get back in the pit and play your music. You're we not on back camera. In the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's get into this. Toccata and fugue in D minor. Which means nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little Are you gonna sample cut that out. No, I'm gonna do a little <laughs> sample. So I mean, everyone knows. Mm-hmm. That. Oh, I kind of like that. You're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do samples of the songs? <laughs> like the- <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'll just do. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets simpler and simpler. <laughs> 
I will do a small sample okay. of each piece of, I don't know, the most memorable part of it, I guess. Cool. And like Takata and Fugue in D minor. It's like the, the, beginning. the opening. Everyone okay. knows that. So you're going to save a name and then you're going to add you doing a sample and then we're going to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And this was done by Johann Sebastian Bach. Or Sebastian Bach, whichever one. It's, I just said his middle and his last name. <laughs> so this piece is weird. It starts off with shots of the orchestra playing and like very colorful like overlays. Yes, I did like and that. And then it goes into like the more abstract. Mm-hmm. See, this was the thing, like talking about this movie. I feel like I could get into talking about this so much, but there's never yeah. been a point in my life where I've talked about Fantasia so, so much. So go ahead. Yeah, like, so much listening. Like, get into detail. That's It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can um, go into detail. But when it opens up, because a lot of people might not know how an orchestra is set up, mm-hmm. right? The orchestra is set up the same with instruments in the same area all the time because when a conduct, whoever's conducting can get up and like, point to the violins, the woodwinds, the brass, and everything. The people are in the same areas. So as he's going through those areas, they're showing up in color. So you get a sense of, oh, if you don't go to the orchestra all the time, you don't know what these sounds, what instruments are making these sounds. The violins come up and you you see the violins, the the woodwinds, the brass, the percussion. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's familiarizing the people watching this movie with the sounds coming from these instruments. And then, like you said, it goes into the more abstract where, okay, the orchestra goes away and now here's the animation. Mm -hmm. So the sound that is being produced, the animation is giving you a visualization of it. Mm -hmm. So it's easing you into the new animation that is going to be coming up. Yeah. And you were saying that I meant to look it up because he kind of mentions that the name of the song doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says that because it's, what is it? Say it again. Toccata and fugue okay. in D minor. So he says it's Toccata and fugue in D minor where sometimes the works don't have a title to them. It's just letting you know how the work is going to be played. Yeah. Like that's, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that are like pictured in this just violin bows is that what they're yeah. called violin violin bows, bows just kind of like floating through the sky when the violins are playing like mm-hmm. i don't really know how to talk about this one like no. unless you see it I and mean, listen yeah. to it. Yeah. You do, it's definitely like visual mm-hmm. because it's like it reminds me of if you think about uh, ratatouille Oh, yes. when, yeah. when he's describing like I a fruit, love that I part. love that movie. Like when he's describing like fruit and cheese together, mm-hmm. or like what it's they like, are separately, <laughs> and then they come together, and it's like this, like color and like shapes and stuff like that. No, like, that's I lost what, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's what made me think of all of this. Of like in art class, I feel like every art class kind of does this, where you just listen to the music and then you just draw, mm-hmm. and so it's like it can look like shapes. Or it can look like squiggly lines. And that's what I felt like this song was portraying. Yeah. Of yeah. like, okay, we have to interpret it like what people are gonna feel while watching this. Mm-hmm. So I thought it I thought it was really nice. I actually really like this scene. Yeah. I like the abstract feel of like the song might not mean anything, but it's kind of like a feeling. Yeah. I've always like associated this song with like darker tones. Okay. And there's some parts that they show that they animate that are kind yes. of like darker. But it must have been so interesting getting direction for this. And it's just like, 
go nuts. And it's like, <laughs> the animators are like, I don't have to like draw a mouse. Like, <laughs> I don't have to draw a mouse like doing that. stuff. It's like, just, uh, just draw whatever. Yes. Yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're giving, you're given the prompt of, I need you to draw what this sound is going to look like. Mm. It's like, mm-hmm. Ooh, I taste color. Like, what does a violin look like? Oh, well, it looks like a violin. No, what does the sound of a violin look like? And not every instrument gives you the same visualization Yeah. when you hear it. Mm-hmm. Like a, a bass or a kettle drum doesn't sound like a violin. So a bass or a kettle drum is going to be very like imposing and regimented. But a violin is wispy and airy, so it's like, oh, this is lighter. So that's how they portray it in the animation is like the violin bows, so you still have that connection to the actual instrument, are like fluttering around, but then you hear say like a bassoon or something and it's like rolling over hills. Yeah. It's very ground. It's like, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, and then when all that comes together, you start to paint the picture of like what an orchestra and what this piece is kind of doing visually mm-hmm. for you. So, yeah. Yeah. I really like that. The one part of this animation that has always stuck with me is that green block just kind <laughs> just of like, like sauntering yeah, away. That's like, like, I'm mad. I'm out of here. It's like, burr, 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 burr. and I was like, it makes sense. It's just a rock going into like a cave or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> just like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I really saw that as like the main transition because at that point you saw what each individual instrument might have sounded like yes and it it was formless it was still taking on the shape of that instrument but then you have this like you said this rock i thought it was and a it's rock. like that really doesn't <laughs> look like any instrument okay this is the animation this yeah. is something else that is now encompassing or embodying this entire sound walking away and then you get thrown right into okay there's no more instruments being seen it's an animation mm-hmm. so but I love the crescendo when this song ends mm-hmm. and Stokowski is up there and he's like raising his hands and there's just like these giant splashes of color just yes. shooting off the side of the screen. I fucking yeah. love that. The color in this film was amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially when we get to Mount Olympus. Yeah. Uh, the colors it's I so think colorful. are Have they ever beautiful. Re- like redone this, like remastered it? Because when I watched it, they Last had, night. they had to a lot because of, I will say because of a lot of the animation techniques, mm-hmm. there was a lot of backtracking and re-editing that they had to do because yeah. the like original plates, original like frames had just like mm-hmm. become very like a uh, decrepit okay. and just over time they've just aged. Yeah. yeah, it's mostly like the landscapes in this entire film that's mm-hmm. where i focused on the most mm-hmm. um just because i loved how everything was kind of crisp and clean but also it it, it just was light and airy at the same time yeah, yeah. like i just like the way everything looked yeah at the very end when they do the ava maria yeah really i appreciate nice. that now i hated that part when i was a kid that, <laughs> just like, was, was, so like, slow. that was the part that was the part that i fell asleep Every single time, <laughs> as she? soon as as soon as the Chernobog went away, I'm like. <laughs> 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 I also remember there was a little documentary about how they shot this, and I know that Disney is, had done this in other animated movies beforehand. I mm-hmm. I don't think there were a lot of animate like f- feature length animated movies before this. 
Like, if you look back, I think Snow White was the first one. Snow White was yeah. the first okay. one. Okay. But the technology for the time was amazing, but they would, to get that depth mm-hmm. in animation, they would have these different plates mm-hmm. set up, yeah. and they showed what they put this in. I mean, it was like a, it, it was, was like the size of a room, and yeah. they would put these different colored cells in a succession, and then they would take like a picture, and then That's they crazy. would they would remove one, and then they would move them closer and take a picture, and it looked when it was all put together like you were moving through the woods. That's mm-hmm. cool. But it just took up so much time, and each plate had to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really the... I mean, a lot of these are weird, but this is (laughs) the one that's kind of, like, out there because it's up to kind of your interpretation Mm -hmm. of what's going on, what's happening. Mm -hmm. But in between each piece, they go back to Deems, and he lets you know what what the title of the music is mm-hmm. and then it just kind of fades off into the piece. Yeah. So and, sometimes, nice. and sometimes he gives a little blurb about the musician and yeah. who wrote it. And Which I liked mm-hmm. and because I listened to actually this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like as a kid, it was like whenever that guy came on, I'm like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. I want to see pictures. Well, Dad would fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the pictures. I don't want to yeah. hear about you talking. The next one nutcracker suite mm-hmm. that was all over the place yeah, like it, was. it it's a long piece of music listening to most of these songs in their full entirety are like 15 20 minutes long and mm-hmm. you're like woo, people are composing crazy it, but well i thought one of the funniest things about deem's little speech was like this guy peel trujich tchaikovsky Ooh, nice Dude, it took me so fucking. I think long you did really good. Say. I think you. It's well. It's like okay. So Yay! I saw the name. I saw the name, and I'm like, I can't say that. And then I looked up how to <laughs> Put say it, it phonetically. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of do that. I listened to you know robot voice saying it, and I'm like, I'm going to do my <laughs> own <laughs> phonetic translation of this. So it's like P U Trul Yeech, P U Trul Yeech. Cool. But then nice. saying it fast is like. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But yeah. I've always just heard Tchaikovsky because yeah. it's easier to say. So, yeah, the next one is the Nutcracker Suite, which Deems talks about. And he's like, so Tchaikovsky wrote this. And the way he describes it is like it sounded like more of a commercial piece. So mm-hmm. Tchaikovsky wasn't a huge fan of it. Ended up being his biggest piece ever. Everyone <sighs> knows the fucking suck. Nutcracker yeah. Suite. Yeah. And then he's like. He goes into it and he's like, well, you might not know it. So it like had even fallen out of the public's eye at that point. Yeah. But now it's like you hear about it. It's like, yeah, the Nutcracker. Yeah. Like everyone fucking. Macaulay Culkin was the Nutcracker. I actually really like watching that one. No, it's great. So. But this Nutcracker suite. Yeah. Is made up of different parts. Yeah. Different dances and whatnot. And this is like after, well, in the Nutcracker story, this is after the girl gets to sugar plum land or wherever the fuck the imaginary world is and there's isn't it under her tree yes the whole thing takes place like under the christmas tree correct i think so okay but then this is like a compilation of the different lands coming in and performing like their ceremonial dances for her Mm -hmm. but at the time it's not these made-up lands it's like china russia or they're like modeled after that or whatever Mm -hmm. so there's some very questionable mushrooms. Well, that's the thing is, it is that piece, because it's called the Chinese dance. Yeah. That yeah. piece is called the Chinese dance. So what are you going to have? 
how are you going to represent that visually? Yeah. Are you saying they're questionable because now you see it and you're like, oh, I see. That. I think it's just the little slits for the eyes. Yeah. If they and they have ponytails. They do. If you look, each one has like a long ponytail, and oh, they I used to they used to draw Chinese figures like that where their hands are together in, yep. in like really large, like cuffed shirts, it, yeah. large cuffed shirts. The mushrooms have slits for eyes, and when they're dancing around, you see that they have like a long ponytail, which they always used to give Chinese people in in pictures are depicted with these ponytails, yeah, really mm-hmm. long ponytails. So in this film, the mushrooms. Are depicted as such. It's just like it wouldn't look too. I I don't know. In the just, mushroom caps was, with are like the Chinese hats. Yeah. There, so that's how they depict them. Depicted mm. them in the movie. It's like you don't get that until they become animated. A lot of the scenes in this song um, start with like so, a solid picture, kind of like a still life, mm-hmm. and then that thing becomes animated, yeah. and it gets a little bit more cartoonish. So when you first see the mushrooms, they look like mushrooms. They're yep. like, and there's one little dude. mushroom in yeah, the middle, you got which a is cute. Dude, which I always, <laughs> but it's like I always love this because I thought it was cute when yeah. I was a kid, and like understanding it now, you're like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is a little more tame than some of the stuff that they eventually cut out yeah. of the original version. Yeah, a hundred percent. But it's still like it's just that little like, Ugh, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> like, but. But this section is really like floral. There's a lot to do with fairies. There's a lot to do with flora, right? Not yeah. fauna, because fauna is animals. animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, flower. I loved. I love the flowers. They were kind of dressed like Russian garb, just the way they did some of like the flowers, kind of go into the Nutcracker. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how? So I appreciated that. But there's also like. <laughs> A scene of just like underwater fish. <laughs> Those are sexy fish. Sexy <laughs> fish. That was that was the Arabian dance. Yeah. Oh, so, I did not. Yeah. I wouldn't have got like I don't. Because I, just, I think <laughs> it's because of like the veils flow mm, and there's veils. And, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. It was. <laughs> if you could just imagine Will Smith from. <laughs> I no. I always you were forget not it. going there. <laughs> About that Will scene. Smith from the Wild Wild West as a fish in Ew. <laughs> yep, with a veil over his face. Oh God, that's God. it. I can't believe I forgot about that when we recorded that episode. I was like, no. oh, shit, yeah. but I, oh my God, I love, I love the last part of this when there there's the fairies on the ice. The winter, like that's yeah, my it's, favorite. It's it's very yeah. So. In this part in total, just so everybody knows, mm-hmm. there's the dance of the sugar plum fairies, yep. which is where like fairies are open are which waking is, up, which is kind of like springtime. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. which I love the way they do the, the water droplets. droplets. It's yeah. so pretty. Like I could watch that and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It's like looking at Christmas lights. Yeah, and this is one of the first parts where. There was some controversy when it came out because, like, oh my gosh, nudity. Well, fairies don't fly around in like suits and dresses and stuff. <laughs> They're or like whatever. business, 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 business. <laughs> I'm a fairy. <laughs> I'm going to get my shoes shined. <laughs> but as my as my daughter pointed out, who's you know soon to be 16, she was like, "Well, it's okay because they don't show nipples." <laughs> That's literally what they were called out for. It's like you can't have nipples on things, except for the fucking like Ukrainian harpies and yeah. Night on Bald Mountain. He's like, no, like, throw all of the Ariel in there. Red nipples <laughs> just coming at you. Yeah. Ariel, Ariola. 
Like, Bald Mountain's my favorite one, but I felt like I sat there and my eyes just widened. Because they're bright pink. <laughs> well, it's also like the TV at my house is mm-hmm. giant, so you just got big old Harvey nipples burp, 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 burp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching? Nothing. <laughs> so it starts with those fairies, goes to the Chinese dance which are mushrooms, mm-hmm. goes to the Arabian dance, which are uh, long-tailed like goldfish under the water, mm-hmm. the Russian dance, which seem to be thistles and flowers. Yes. And I, I love that part, how they kind of, at the very end of that, they all come together in a, like a symbol crash. Yes. And then it... It's like a still life. It's a still life that goes into the next piece. Yeah, you can see them in mm. the foreground. They're yeah. like all like that. It's, it's so, so cool. Great. It's so cool. Which then goes to the waltz of the flowers, which is bringing on fall into winter. So you see the seasonality yes. through mm-hmm. here. But yes, the winter part where the, the fairies are kind of skating and turning the water into ice or that leaf that. is sitting in there and it instantly freezes in like half in, half out of the water. Yeah. I, I don't know how to skate. I... I <laughs> <laughs> And now you know that about me. Random fact: I don't know how to skate, but I I love the way they skate because it's so smooth. And I'm like, damn, that'd be tight as hell. I mean, I feel like it would be so comfortable. (laughs) I feel like it would be so comfortable to like skate without skates. You're just on your feet, just doing doing your your thing, thing. not slipping. But I still don't think it would look that cool. (laughs) The uh, the snowflakes at the end of this that are spinning Mm -hmm. that. It's fucking amazing. In that documentary that I watched, it's literally glass snowflakes or colored snowflakes on like a shit ton of gears rolling down a track covered in black felt. Interesting. And that's how they shot that. And they, like they anim- slid them down this track yeah. while they spun. That's huh. literally how they did that. That's really crazy. Wow. That seems very involved to get that shot. Yeah. This movie was fucking expensive to make. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And they worked on it for like three or four years. Gosh. And I, th- I think I saw something that it was the longest feature film from Disney, which oh. I'm not sure. It's like two hours it, and it, 16 minutes. I did see that when I pulled it up on Disney. I was like, like, Ooh, no, no wonder I fucking fell asleep as a kid. <laughs> as soon as Ave Maria hours. hit. <laughs> You're like, oh. <laughs> well, I think Cinderella or something is under an hour. Yeah. One of those. It's, it's, like, 40, it's like 42 minutes oh, or something that. like that. Oh, man. Yeah. After this one comes the most kiddie of them where it's like, oh, this is a Disney movie. So next up is The Sorcerer's Apprentice by Paul Dukas or Duca. I don't know if it's like a Dumas situation or if okay. it's duck ass. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's that duck ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. So. I, I just never liked it. Really? Yeah. I would say I like this one a lot because of Kingdom Hearts, because I'm a big ass nerd. I mean, Kingdom yeah. Hearts is cool, though. And when you walk up. <laughs> <laughs> no. But so, so there's the Master Wizard, yes. who in the game is a Master Wizard. Keyblade, <laughs> a master keyblade master, uh, and his name is Master Yen Sid. Okay, which we all know because we were kids at some point and heard it and freaked out about it. Is Disney backwards, and that's how that name was pitched to to Walt. I mean, we all know it now, but people who did not play that game to, don't really care about it. <laughs> Walt okay. Disney's well, like, Hell whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, name a wizard after me. So. <laughs> 
essentially, well, what's interesting about this is that this was going to be. Walt Disney was like, damn it. Was unfrozen. Like, yeah, name that wizard after me backwards. Name that wizard after me. Just his frozen head. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, sir. We had to wake you up. We're making a video game about uh, all your characters. Name the wizard after me. Give me Uh, (laughs) No, they named it after him, like, in this. Yeah, I know. I know Did that. he just catch up? Yes, I know. That's why. Well, you're still talking about the Kingdom Hearts, which I'm fine with. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so this animation was supposed to be a standalone animation. Okay. And it was like following like a redesign of Mickey because at this point he had no like highlights on his eyes. He was still like just kind of like just the black dead, dots like... for eyes. Dolls. <laughs> like dolls. So this was like marketing reintroducing people as like oh here's a revamped Mickey? yeah apparently he was on the decline Ooh, like okay. for a little bit well, he's people like were just dead fucking mouth s- just staring and yeah, right. whistling like <laughs> dead eye mouth just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so real quick when i was a kid i think she might still have it mom did a cross stitch of this that's cool yeah so in so in this piece in this artwork there's a part where mickey for some reason, keeps filling up this well with buckets and buckets of water. So he he bewitches a broom to do the work for him, mm-hmm. and he falls asleep. So in his dream, he's on top <laughs> of this mountain, kind of like bringing waves up. Like he's commanding the earth and whatnot. Yes. And mom, I remember, did a cross-stitch of Mickey on the mountain like this, and she used this silver and gold cool. thread for like the waves and the mm. stars and stuff. And it looks... It looks really cool. I'll I'll see if she has it and I'll I'll put a image up yeah. on Instagram. But like I remember her working on that for the longest time. Yeah. But it, it was just amazing. But in this he has a dream and then he's woken up because this broom doesn't stop filling this well up with water. Yeah. So Mickey is the apprentice to Yen Sid. Yeah. And he fucks up real bad. Yeah, real bad. And he Which- like falls into water and then has to chop it up and some like then it comes faux back. horror scene. <laughs> yeah, which that got to me is when he thinks he's, he just grabs this uh, axe and you see the shadow of him murdering this broom mm-hmm. and then you hear this oboe. And you see these like little splinters starting to move and each one turns into a broom. Yeah. I watched something really quickly and it's like, why didn't he just use the hat to like stop the broom? Like hat he, to, like throw the hat at it. Well, like, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> no, it's because he's an apprentice. He doesn't know what to do. He does he's he inexperienced. Didn't know what to do to bring it alive. Well, so, he, like, why not just be like, "Hey, stop it!" Like, point and just try. Bad broom. No. Like, just try something. Well, because the story, <laughs> this goes to you, like not listening to Deeb's in between. <laughs> Because, he's, because he says all of all of the pieces in this movie are drawn after the music. Okay, so they create the story after the piece. This story was already created. It was like yeah. a mm-hmm. fable. Mm-hmm. And then they, they made this one. He knows how to bring the broom to life. But since he's an apprentice, he can't remember how to stop it. That's why he's like looking through the book and everything. When there's like a thousand of them, he's like, shit, I don't know how to stop this. Think <laughs> about it. Think about it when Crab in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows releases that like ancient fire. Oh, yeah. And he can't stop it. That's true. It's fire that like just can't be put out. Yeah. 
Just like the concept of that is fucking terrifying. Yeah, why would you even <laughs> want that? Or you can think of it like because he's a fucking dirty Nazi. Is he a Nazi? Basically, damn. Never mind. I'm not gonna add anything to that. I don't know how to add. <laughs> which, one's, which one's crab? Like crab and Goyle, like Malfoy's. Like is it the flunkies. tall one or the short? I think one? crab is the tall one, oh, and okay. Goyle's the uh, gross. Oh, Goyle rules. <laughs> I was going to make an analogy of like like in Jurassic Park where the girl finds the flashlight, knows how to turn it on, mm-hmm. shine it right at the T Rex, but then she forgets how to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. And she's a hacker. What a great part. This is like one of my video games. Anyway. I know this. <laughs> oh, I forgot to do the piece of music. There you go. That's all there you, you get. There you go. Well, <laughs> the animation ends with Master Yen said coming down, stopping the spell because he knows what to do mm-hmm. after everything has. Are you in a hurry? Did you do this? <laughs> yeah. I, just did this. I was like, hurry up. Next one. <laughs> no, my wrist hurts, but also. <laughs> I just feel a little stiff to do this. That's why I started. Fingers kind of tight, but. So Master Yen Sid wakes up like 30 minutes after all of this shit is going down. Yeah. I don't know how he didn't wake up like immediately mm-hmm. just, or I him chopping pissed. up the broom. Like that shit would be loud as fuck. <laughs> so he wakes up, stops the spell. Mickey is all remorseful about uh, starting the spell. So he gives back the hat mm-hmm. and gives him the broom and he goes back with his buckets to fill it up and he gets smacked on the ass. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> not in my book <laughs> <laughs> did i well, mention that i hated this piece <laughs> i didn't hate it it just like wasn't my favorite just like the next one is not going to be my favorite either i mean i like sorcerer's apprentice i don't like that they used it in fantasia 2000 like they just showed it again yeah Ugh. yeah and i'm like <sighs> like as a kid i'm like what a fucking cop out you're but, like nine-year-old taylor's like yeah i've seen this i've seen this wow. uh-huh. <laughs> but i'm sure it was because it was like you know, everyone remembers the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, I mean. And then they made a movie with Nicolas Cage called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. That Is Is that also, what that it's supposed to it's, be based on? Well, it's based off the original story. Ew. Not, not like the Disney animation of Sorcerer's Which I just watched. As Nicolas far as Cage I know, I've never awesome. seen it. So yeah, I've never seen that. I watched that uh, Willie's, side note, watched uh, Willie's like uh, Playhouse. or Yes, where he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. Nicholas Cage doesn't say one fucking word the entire time. Hmm. But I kind of liked it. It was kind of interesting. It wasn't my favorite Nicholas Cage. Because I feel like nothing will top the Nicholas Cage movie we watched, Singleton, where it's about Nicholas Cage oh, and yes. Pedro Pascal. Yep. Fabulous film. Yeah, well, I actually want to see that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. So, Isabel, since this next one is your favorite, you can talk about it a little bit. It's about dinosaurs. It is boring. Wow, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It's not, I don't think I was like that into dinosaurs when I was a kid when I first saw this. But it's about so much more than dinosaurs. I I saw it as dinosaurs. I was like, ah, let's get to the centaurs and the, the pretty stuff. And you're like, got this ugly dinosaur in between, which was your favorite. But <laughs> Do you because not you're like dinosaurs? Because Taylor, you're like. Do you not like dinosaurs in general? No, I like dinosaurs now. But you don't like this? I just didn't like it. It doesn't really sound like you like dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And that's a problem. <laughs> what do you have against dinosaurs? Do you believe in dinosaurs? <laughs> oh, man. I, just, I didn't enjoy it. And I don't particularly love this song as mm-hmm. 
that much either. I feel like it sounds very harsh. It's definitely one of the weirdest songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I like jazz isn't one of my favorite genres of music just because it can go all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I felt this song was. Jazzy? No, not jazzy. Just the way it it just didn't make sense. Like the song to me just didn't make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it's about dinosaurs, life and death, fighting. <laughs> Jesus Mountains changing. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Oh my god! Thank That's you what for it's that. about. Thank you changing for that dinosaurs well. bullshit. <laughs> so I really enjoyed this piece. This is my favorite piece yeah. here because it is about the creation of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And just changes and how violent life is. So the way that it starts off actually kind of reminded me of in. Sleeping Beauty, when she's being hypnotized and she goes to like prick oh, her finger, yeah. it's just oboe, clarinet, contra bassoon. Like oh, somebody Dude, out that's there knows. Such an unsettling part. Mm, yeah. Oh my god, and it's like so fucking eerie. Yep. And it's, everything's just like that, like potion green. Yes. Yep. <sighs> but not potion green in here. But it shows like <laughs> the formation. <Fire>. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaurs got a bitch of dinosaurs. It's got these shit dinosaurs in it. Mm -hmm. But it just shows the creation of like a galaxy. It's faint. You see nothing but black. Yeah. And then the galaxy comes more into view. You see stars and everything. And then it like forms in on this one little mass with a moon. It's like, oh, that's Earth. And one little single cell organism is kind of floating around. And then like a multi celled organism. And then they show like division. And then you show like multi. like aquatic life. I believe it's called mitosis when they split. Is okay. it the Make little it. spore type things? The little cells? Yeah, when the cells split. I mm-hmm. thought that part was kind of cute because they kind of look like ducks. <laughs> I love the two little oh, ones they're that like, like Yes! That, yep, there <laughs> and you then go. one ah, runs away and the other one's like, Ooh. <laughs> 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 She's hot for me. <laughs> but yeah, so, so this piece is called The Rite of Spring. And it is by Igor Stravinsky. And I mean, there's so many different parts of the song. So I'll just do the bombastic dinosaurs dying part. I hate it. Dinosaurs song. are dying. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. Ugh. Yeah, I love, I love Dean, Dean Taylor's kind of explanation for this. Because... Aside from getting people like prepared for this next piece of animation, he's just like, so this is kind of a new concept, <laughs> something that science has cooked up in the laboratory. Mm-hmm. That we and, know, yeah. I guess. I guess. <laughs> and he's like, it is a coldly accurate reproduction of what science thinks went on during the first few billion years of this planet's existence. Yeah. Yeah. And the creationists love this. They actually contacted Disney and were like, hey, so make sure you don't say anything about, you know, the world not specifically not being created in 6,000 years mm-hmm. by God. And it's like, okay, creationists, like, great, okay, thanks for all your help and being wrong and everything. Yeah, but. well, I think uh, <coughs> Disney kind of had the the last laugh on that when they, again, at the end of the movie, did the Ave Maria. It's yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> You can have your dinosaurs. We're going to put this at the end. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, this is definitely um, my favorite and your favorite yes. in Fantasia. And it's just sweet. Like, So we get the single-celled organisms. We get 
aquatic life and then a fish crawling out onto land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we get into the dinosaurs <laughs> mm -hmm. and the dino DNA. DNA. <laughs> <laughs> now, something I love, and I think I talked a little bit about it in um, Land Before Time. There was so, there is constantly so much change and so much we're learning about dinosaurs. The way they depict some of these dinosaurs are completely inaccurate nowadays, especially the T-Rex having three fingers instead of two. Yeah, like they never found a T-Rex skeleton before this time. Maybe. I mean, they had to it, if they pieces. drew something. But and, then like, the, and then the pieces were like, oh, yeah, it's actually pieces from another dinosaur. Yeah. And it's yeah. like... It's it's like always they gave the T Rex changing. thumbs. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. But, just it, <laughs> but it was walking like completely upright, like a person. It's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> hello, <laughs> good day, fellow dinosaurs. You like barely see the T Rex's tail. It's like short and stubby. Like yeah. he's just like a person walking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's a big bad bully. I think that's what Dean says. Yeah, he says he said bullies and gangsters. Yeah, bullies and gangsters. <laughs> Yeah. Like, all right. All right. These are dinosaurs from the 19th. They got like a little pinstripe like Tommy mustache gun. and like <laughs> like a hat on sideways. Yeah. All the herbivores are hanging down <laughs> at the local soda jerk. <laughs> gonna eat all that meat. Sure would be a shame if somebody came along and ate all the brontosaurus. <laughs> hey, Stegosaurus, your shoes are tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You did. laughs> T-Rex is just like a greaser, like slicking back. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> got a pack of smokes at his shoulder yeah. that he can't ever reach because he's got little dinosaur arms. It's so great. Like, I feel like we could talk about this forever. Like, mm. we could do a whole episode just on this. Isabel's like, I'm not fucking talking single about it. Yeah, I won't be there. Isabel's conveniently sick. But I think definite, definitely the pinnacle is when the dinosaurs are there and there's the show off between the stegosaurus and the t-rex yeah and when they're like pacing back and forth like staring face to face you notice something cool mm -hmm. about that yeah it's it's like the stegosaurus if you don't know has four large spikes on its tail that it uses kind of whips around okay as we know Mm -hmm. So it hits the T-Rex a couple times. The T-Rex is kind of like inching up on it, and it's backing away with its tail kind of set and ready to strike again. And as the T-Rex is looking at it, it kind of, in the artwork, you see it look up at the tail, like gauging whether or not it can attack one more time before yeah. it gets hit with this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's a cool little item that they didn't need to draw in. But it just kind of shows, like, oh, the intelligence of the mm -hmm. dinosaur. And they didn't need to go that hard, but they did. They did. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's so intense and like all the plucky music, like bum 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 bum. Like yeah. every single time oh the T Rex like grabs the Stegosaurus's neck and shakes back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see the tail fall where it's like bum bum bum. bum, bum. And they do that three times. Yeah, like it's oh, like, he's not dead. <laughs> bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> like if you didn't know and then you see the eye like look up as he's getting eaten it's fucking brutal can you imagine being like five years old in the theater in 1940s and it's like you have no concept of what a like dinosaur you've never is seen one before be and you're like terrified. God. this, this and is the actually music just is like, intense too yes. so it's like jesus land before time should have been drawn like this because if you think about it this is kind of a clip from Littlefoot's mother that <laughs> they wanted to put in. They're like, no, no, no. We can't do that. That's going to be too intense. Be like, well, you fucking did it back in Fantasia. Why can't you do it here? Yeah. Yeah. So the T-Rex kills the Stegosaurus 
and then it goes on to how the dinosaurs were wiped out. Yeah. What what they assume. Mm-hmm. They all died of thirst. Yeah. So, because they did not have anything about an asteroid or whatnot. And I know there's a lot of different uh, theories out there. One of the most prevalent ones is an asteroid hit the Earth, blocked out the sun, plants died, plant eaters died, meat eaters died. Like th- like thousands of years yeah. of no sunlight yes. on Earth. Yeah. All the dinosaurs just were like, oh, well, we're I'm dead. fucked. Well, that theory <laughs> didn't come out until 1980. So okay. it's just interesting that you're like, you have... There's probably tons of like dinosaur like movies and it's like this mm-hmm. is how the dinosaurs died and it's like actually there's also this now and you're like oh shit you know a, a new theory can come up yeah thirty years from now and like oh an asteroid okay you're all dumb <laughs> <laughs> jeez but yeah they thought everything died off because of uh, drought mm-hmm. and then when you see bleached bones of dinosaurs you see the land start to shake. And this is where I think the artwork was a little different because I got a flashback of like heavy metal. Yeah, the way it's that they really did the artwork. Yeah. Nice and gritty. And like, I guess Pangea is breaking apart and like tectonic plates are like smashing into each other. So you just get like these mountains heaving up mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then the earth is formed. Yeah. So. And it doesn't Ta-da. necessarily happen that fast, but yeah. for animation purposes, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it it's like woo Everest, woo Everest, <laughs> Patagonia. Woo. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this piece is so like depressing, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. I just love it so much. Yeah. And now we get to yours, but you can talk. I mean, shit it, that off one's of fine. One. The soundtrack with the little line. Yep. Oh, we need to introduce you to the soundtrack. Come on in, shy guy. I better fall asleep during that. I'm so sorry. Okay, that's fine. It's like I think I was still getting over. I still had like a pretty severe cold. <laughs> oh my god, I'm having a fever dream. <laughs> I know what it is in my head, but I don't remember seeing it. Okay, sorry. I like when he does the oboe, and he's like, "Come on." Go, go all the way. And he's like. Yeah. <laughs> like the like... flapping side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So after the intermission. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. After the intermission, there's a little side animation of the soundtrack, which is just this like animated line that's imitating different instruments. Yep. And it's just funny. And I don't know. I guess another chance for animators to kind of flex their drawing skills because man it's pretty it's pretty vivid mm-hmm. especially when it gets to like the big band at the end so there's like the drums and the cymbals and like trumpets and everything yeah like oh it's so great it's so like vivid and jarring you watch it isabel i'm just taking a little quick little so, yes. i like when it like <laughs> leaves and it's like <laughs> <laughs> It's like make a sound for us, and it's like. <laughs> uh, you could do a little better. <laughs> it's like jeez. But yeah, when it makes the, uh, the to to it's the bassoon. Yep, actually, when it makes like the flapping sounds, and it's like <laughs> fart noise. Like it like always killed me as a kid. Yeah, I'll have to watch that later. Yeah. So now we get into probably the most controversial part. Yes. Of Fantasia, the yes. Pastoral Symphony by Ludwig von Beethoven. Mm-hmm. And even before starting the film, 
if you watch it on Disney Plus, it pops up with. <laughs> I do love that for some I, movie. I it was weird because it's like oh, it's like hey, like we don't condone like racism, we don't condone these things, but we left stuff, we left certain things in here mm-hmm. to be like basically like exposed, like that this was a part of us. Yeah, but we don't accept that now. But I mean. I've never seen the original version mm-hmm. of this scene. It's um, on YouTube. Well, yeah. Did I've I seen miss it. something in this? I, I just watched sorry. it off Disney Plus, so maybe I did miss no. something in okay. this. So growing up, we never saw anything like questionable or like you don't notice things as a kid or anything no. like that. And it would we would have seen this in the nineties. And that was, they had the censored version. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't have seen anything crazy. <laughs> so yeah. I'm still at a loss. No, like, you're fine. We'll, we're getting, we'll, we'll get to it. Okay. So this whole thing about Mount Olympus, which is one of my favorite scenes. It's like it had centaurs or centaurettes. Centaurettes? Centaurettes? No, no, no. Centaurettes. centaurs. Because, you know, there has to be a definite Yeah, it's got to be difference. a girl version yeah. of it. And you get calf goat people. Um, you get Pegasus. Do you know what the name of goat people are? I can't remember. <laughs> All I can think about is Mr. Tumnus. <laughs> And I can't remember. Fawns. Fawns. There's Cupids. Like, it's Mount Olympus. So it's all these gods and warriors and stuff like that. And Bach. Bacchus. Bacchus. Is they're having a baka now? Oh, okay, it's like Bacchus. It's like, do I say it now? Sebastian Bacchus. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one of the things that I don't know. It wasn't really that distracting. He was calling gods by their Roman and Greek names. Yes, which really? fucking okay. threw me through a loop because he's like Zeus, that's Greek. Uh huh. And then he's like Vulcan, and I'm like, that's Roman because yeah. Hephaestus mm-hmm. is Greek. Yes. Because like everyone out there, all of my lore comes from God of War, and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god, another video game. Yeah, and all my knowledge of this comes from Lore Olympus. Just saying, if you haven't seen it. What's Lore Olympus? Lore Olympus is uh, online, like graphic novel, pretty much. You should you should take a look at it. Mm. Okay. It's funny. I think I know what you're talking about. Have you seen it? Uh, I know what it is, but I would not have expected you to know what that is. Interesting. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> Fun little facts. Fun little facts. So there's a lot of parts to this. There's the first part with the fawns and the unicorns and the pegasus. That part I like. The part with the centaurs, I just do not care for. Even before I found there was like <laughs> severely racist shit that yeah. they took out. Is yeah. it because they're different colors? No. So or, like I'm, that's a whole thing on its own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so I mean, there's tons of movies in Walt Disney that have res- uh, racist undertones. This one particularly had a black centaur. Kind of like that whole like mammy face type deal with a black like, face centaur. Uh, it yeah, it was the black face. It was a black centaur, but it okay. was the slave of the other centaurs. So there's multiple scenes where they've had to like cut film mm-hmm. because that black centaur was in there like shining the hooves or braiding hair. The fuck? And yeah. there's like. And it's, it has like messed up hair. It's like, like kinky hair with like know. 
all this stuff, but it like shows up and they've had to cut a big and chunk like, of And like big this ass film. lips and it's just like yeah, what? It's, yeah, so we've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never and then seen I read that. about it and then I watched it and I'm like, yep, that's yeah. really bad. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> Did they cut that out of a part where like the females the centaurettes were like running across the stream? Um because there's a couple places in this one in particular that doubled up on the animation. Like there's an orange and yes. black centaur, a centaurette that runs across the stream and then she shows up again and I'm they like, they probably, look like they they probably splice that in because they cut out whole scenes with of okay. the yes. of the black centaurs. Because we have then later on Dionysus comes in as nope. Bacchus. Bacchus. Oh god. Which same same god yeah. different yeah. same god different, different day <laughs> can't imagine why no one believes in that shit anymore <laughs> like comes in and he's like drunk and like moving around mm-hmm. and there's black centaurs but they have zebra bot like zebra bot yeah that's what Which, I said yeah. and I was like oh they give the they gave the black centaurettes a zebra body like African yeah, yeah. I was like ooh. I mean, but they kept that in. But I saw that when I was younger, and I was like, "That looks." I think. Cool. I think it like, was. I thought. <laughs> but now I, thought I see it. Was it cool. I was like, "That's racist." Yeah, <laughs> but it's still in. Like yeah. they couldn't cut out that scene. But yeah. even with that, <laughs> he's just floating it. Nobody's carrying him. <laughs> but even in yeah. that scene, you see the carpet like roll up the stairs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's where also the black centaur was. Oh, are and they, they like? Just, like got, are they carrying it up the yeah, steps? And they just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like ghost carpet. <laughs> yeah. But it's it sucks knowing that that like was in it, but I didn't grow up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But it was yeah. like that for almost thirty years. Yes. Yeah, until <laughs> Just, it was re-released in like nineteen sixty something. And they're like, "Hey, you should probably take that out because it's not appropriate and it's terrible." Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, aside from that, they have all of the centaurs pairing up with like their appropriate color, which y- yeah, you can like read into that. It's not like in your face i guess but it's like oh the red ones with the red one the blue ones with the blue one Mm -hmm. you know someone is like like, oh cool dating someone that looks exactly like your twin (laughs) weird (laughs) yeah yeah, so it's like that's really weird but it's like the centaur like was one of my favorites growing up just because Mm -hmm. i liked like they're horses and they're pretty but they all look the same. Mm-hmm. But when watching this again, when it got into like the storm and showing Zeus throw the lightning and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff, like that, that scene is Zeus awesome. is an asshole. Yeah. yeah he's Zeus just looking down like, <laughs> so you have, he parts the clouds. He's like, you having fun down there? Ha ha. Wah, wah, Look at my crazy tube beard. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like four little toilet paper rolls sticking off his yeah. face. But when but when Bacchus shows up and that music is like dun, 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 like I love that yeah mm-hmm. that's so fucking great watching it um, Caitlin said Bacchus reminds me of the cat from uh, Cinderella hilarious <laughs> hilarious that's funny that's like when he's doing the teacup thing with mm-hmm. uh, the mouse and well, then he's was like it, <gasps> wasn't the cat called Lucifer yes yeah. Lucifer I actually really love that because someone. I found a clip of Lucifer mm-hmm. doing the cup thing and with one and he like shakes his head yeah. in his hands. <laughs> I do remember and that. And I was like, that's all I needed today. I just needed to see that. Well there's that part where uh Jack like pegs one of the freaking like little buttons and it pops up and hits him oh in the nose. Oh my god, hilarious. It's like, ah, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> 
Um, Bacchus, he just looks like a drunk baby. Yeah. (laughs) Uh He's just a drunk fat baby. (laughs) When he like trips over his foot and he's like running and shit. (laughs) His tongue's all like on the side like, well, it was me, baby. (laughs) Yeah. But I really liked how it kind of like was super sweet and gentle in the beginning and then the storm rolls in and Mm then it's kind of like everything kind of comes ahead of like settles down and it turns to night. Mm-hmm. And I like how they kind of did the other like goddesses and gods yep. uh, to represent like night and stars and all that stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Again, the fucking God in the sun, they're like Apollo. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's Helios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, like, let's switch well, it up on you, buddy. It's, it can be either. Like there was literally a little article that I read. It's like, this is the Greek name. This is the Roman name. But sometimes this is also the Roman name. Yeah. And it's like, what? We can't keep up with this. That's Jesus why I, I, couldn't, I couldn't follow that stuff. Yeah. I feel like there's too many names. But yeah, that's one of, that's one of my fav- favorites mm-hmm. growing up. Not going to lie. They have a Fantasia world in one of the Kingdom Hearts, like one of the later games. Mm-hmm. And it is fantastic. Like just because they emulate everything into like different areas. Interesting. So like the main area is like olympus mm-hmm. and they get all of the hills all of the little like monuments yeah nice. i really i liked and the, they have the music and everything i like the way it's they so drew great. the trees mm-hmm. yes. they were look like really fuzzy <laughs> yeah fuzzy and just go up to the trees and start feeling them <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah you're like who's that guy over there <laughs> don't mind me, don't I'm, mind just me. A, I'm just a tree toucher. having my own bacchanal over here but yeah oh yeah <laughs> So yes, this is this is a it is a great movie, but it is far from being perfect. Correct. And Disney is owned up to its imperfections. Nobody's canceling yeah. Disney. <laughs> like, not for this at least. Remember that no. movie made back in the forties? No. Nobody's gonna come to your parks anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So the next one is Dance of the Hours, Mm -hmm. which is the hippos and crocodiles and elephants and ostriches. I forgot about this one, and I was like pleasantly surprised. Mm -hmm. I hated the elephants. I hate their faces. Hate their hate their weird like fuzzy heads. I didn't like it. I was like, eh. This was one of those instances though, where they're like, we have a specific idea of what we want. And the animals dancing, like ballet, need to actually be dancing like yes. a ballerina. Mm-hmm. So the animators are like, uh, let's go to the zoo real quick <laughs> and learn how to draw animals. And then let's go to a ballet and learn how to draw ballerinas. And then we'll just smash the two drawings together. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also like another representation of like the day and night cycle. Mm-hmm. Like that was... That was big back in the day. It was like either the seasons or it was the day and night yeah, cycle. Yeah, because it literally goes through like morning, afternoon, mm-hmm. evening, death, <laughs> evening, night, dusk, twilight, <laughs> A- happy hour, B- <laughs> three, D, happy hour, five. second breakfast. <laughs> but I, I fucking love the uh, the hippos. I oh, love yeah. the main one trying to pull down yeah. its little, <laughs> like tutu, little tutu, it but it just doesn't go down. <laughs> it just it just curls back up. It's like, ah. <laughs> um, but this is Dance of the Hours, and this is by Emil Care. That is literally how you pronounce it. I like it. I just like was questioning it for a second. I'm like, that is how you pronounce it. Yeah, by Emil Care Ponchielli. 
Italian as fuck. <laughs> Italian as fuck. <laughs> yeah. But did you know that each of these animals have their own names? Oh, like all of them? Like there's 12 ostriches. And all it's 12 like all 12 have, have a different name? No, like oh, okay. the <laughs> like, ostrich. Geez. Like the there's like, like the a main, main one of okay. each. Yeah. Yes. So the alligator is is there a main elephant? No. No, but it I, does it does have a name. Like there's just a general name the group. for that. Okay. And I'm assuming it's not ostrich. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's Ben Alligator. Wow. Which I'm like mm, I like okay. the way he comes onto the screen too. He's just like, "What's going on over he's here?" He's like, <laughs> "Throw off my cape!" <laughs> <laughs> just jumps. I was like, down. "That's very I like aggressive." The, way the feather in his hat is just like, "Whoop!" <laughs> he's um, like, "What are we going down there? We got some hippos." <laughs> and then we thickness. have <laughs> <laughs> thickness. Yes. Mm, teeth into that. <laughs> and then we have Mademoiselle Upanova, who is the ostrich okay okay then we have hyacinth hippo okay which is the elephant just kidding it was the hippo <laughs> i expected more of a reaction to that joke <laughs> you dig it <laughs> and then the elephants are elephantine elephantines that's Elef- a completely <laughs> i know elephantine <laughs> i don't know oh, be sure. Sure. <laughs> i don't know the names were weird, and I was like, "Wow, now I know that, and I will never call them that." Because <laughs> it's a little, it's a little more involved than I was. Someone's like, "Oh, that elephant!" You're like, "I know that name, mm-hmm. Elephancy. <laughs> for a million dollars." <laughs> That's how you make your fortune. Yeah. But the part of this song that you would probably recognize is. <laughs> Seems like, all right, this is just going on a little bit longer than the others. (laughs) But now we get into your favorite part. Yeah, it's a pretty dope part. This is Night on Bald Mountain by Modest Mazorgsky. Yes. Better get that Mm -hmm. G in there. Yep. Mazorgsky. Zorg. Zorgsky. <laughs> gross, gross, Taylor. I do like all the weird creatures in um, this part of the story. I really liked what Deems said or how he described um, the two songs being used mm-hmm. at the end. Very juxtaposed. Um, but it's like Satan and followers, then coming, and then it's the coming of the church bells, that triumph of hope and life. Yeah. yeah. It just made so much sense. I was like, man. It's great exploring this as an adult because you're like, cool, I understand this concept. But like as a kid, you're like, but scary and boring. It's not <laughs> time you're like time. the cool part and then the boring part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you said you fell asleep at the end. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like it. It's creepy. It's What is the name of? So is that supposed to be Satan or that's just like a giant demon that is? Commanding other I think it's souls. Satan. Its name is the Chernabog. Chernabog. <sighs> who you also fight in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Twice, actually. Yeah. You're like, God dang it. It's like this poor little town, too. Who would win between a fight between the Chernabog and the Balrog? Who do you think would win? Well, the Chernabog is vastly bigger than. So he's super slow, but the Balrog has like that sword and a whip, right? 
Yeah, but that's probably like, as big as back. a fucking toothpick to the chernobyl. <laughs> He's like, get back mm. here. It's like, ow. <laughs> Just something okay. poking him in the ankles. He's like that little elf guy in uh, Cat's Eye. We gotta talk about <laughs> that. I feel like it comes up like every other like, like Cat's Eye? podcast we talk about. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just love the artwork. I love the transition. The song is amazing. I don't know. I just, this always like captivated me. I love the kind of the weird like violin sound because it was kind of ghostly mm-hmm. when it was like pulling the spirits away yeah, from like the town. Yeah, super high pitched. Oh, yeah. It just, and it's just terrifying. And it it's fun to watch every time because I look at each creature differently. Mm-hmm. There's some on horses. There's some like skeleton on skeleton horses. Mm-hmm. Like some are skeletons on skeleton horses. So it's, <laughs> it's like a more animated version of Raiders of the Lost Ark when all the spirits come out of the oh arc yeah of yeah. the covenant. <laughs> and it's like allow myself intense. to introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this event is actually based on. Ukrainian folklore in the event called Walpurgis Night, mm-hmm. which is... It's like Halloween for us. Yeah. So just that little fun fact. But this is... We also get the um, the boobied harpy women. Do you want to say that again and not sound like a little kid saying boobies for the first time? She get the boobies. My parents are going to find out. <laughs> it's like when you cuss for the first time around your friends and you don't know if it's going to get back to your parents, but you're like, at school, you're just like, shit. <laughs> you're like, Ooh. gotcha. <laughs> the teacher's like, hey, hey, hey. You're like, damn it. <laughs> Do you really want me to say it again? Yes. Well, I mostly meant it as a joke. Oh, but. okay. I was like, <laughs> I want to say movie RP women <laughs> But yes. That's all I had to say about that <laughs> topic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Other people. <laughs> no. So I really enjoy. I forgot how quickly this piece uh, started. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom, the top of this mountain is actually this Chernabog. It's wings wrapped around him. He wakes up and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to go get some spirits. And you see the, you see <laughs> the shadows go down into the sleepy little town at the base of this mountain. That is just like a creepy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any type of European or any type of folklore about this town at the base of something, a mountain where something is supposed to be living up there. These people like live in fear of it. You're like, you don't oh, have that shit in America. <laughs> we, like, got suburbs. <laughs> we got suburbs. Yeah, we got suburbs. But the shadows go down into this town, into the cemeteries and like start, you see all these, uh, spirits getting pulled out of the ground mm-hmm. and he's like just beckoning them to like you need to come and play on this mountain and he's like throwing <laughs> them in fire they're swirling around him and he's just like ah fuck you and like <laughs> like where's the booby harpy women <laughs> <laughs> well he like he smacks the spirits and then like he digs into the fire and brings a, a few up and they're like these grotesque things and he's like no nah, that's not what I like and you see him like coaxing him into a flame that become yeah. these like fire dancing women he's like worth- no nah, bring the pigs back it turns <laughs> a bit to pigs yeah. yep, you all pigs you all pigs I actually had an interview and um, somebody was looking at my portfolio and website yeah. I have a picture of, of 
Bav Morda when she's like, you're all pigs. She was like, I love that picture so much. That's awesome. <laughs> and on another awesome. note, the Willow show fucking sucks. Oh, that sucks. <sighs> Anyways, back to like, something Like, did you good. finish it? No, it's not all out yet. Oh. For a quick second there, I thought she said she loves that picture, but like she's talking about our podcast, like the Willow show sucks, I told you that. Oh. <laughs> Just the way you said it. Singleton's I love like, that oh picture. Oh, my God. But the Willow show sucks. <laughs> oh my God. I know what you do. <laughs> I did. I had like, I felt my face kind of like, oh. But then you said this. I was really looking forward to watching that Willow show too. I mean, it you can give it a cool. try. You might like it. Probably not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck. I'll watch it right after I watch Andor. Sorry. Dude, Andor's fun. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Please, let's continue talking about this. <gasps> Rensler. Another Disney IP. <laughs> so... As he's like having fun, and you keep seeing his face, the Chernobog's face, like come through the smoke, and he's like smiling Terrifying. at like everything mm-hmm. he's doing. You get these these chimes, these bell rings, which is like the coming of the dawn. Yeah, like you've had your time; it's done. And I love the way he kind of dad always did this because Nine on Bald Mountain was like his favorite one too, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. I think he gravitates towards these like these very powerful characters, like. The Rhino from Spider Man, the Chernabog, like mm-hmm. he always talked about. And then there's like a ring, the dawn's coming, and then the Chernabog gets like indignant where he's like puffs his chest out. But then it's like, no, bong, like you're done. <laughs> go like, to sleep. Go like, to sleep. Fuck you. <laughs> and all the spirits go back into the ground and yeah. where they came from. And he just, he yawns, stretches, and then those two giant wings kind of wrap around him and he becomes the the peak of this mountain again fun fact about the chernabog he is pretty fit so originally they actually had bella lugosi come in and do some like photo reference oh yeah and they were like well you were something scary so just come in and do some posing for us and we'll use that as reference and they were like no i don't like how these turned out and then they like look behind them at the gu- like the hot sexy guy like sweeping up in the back, and they're like, "Whoa, you're fit. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's take some pictures of you. Take your shirt off." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, well, I think he. W- I don't think he was a janitor, but he was somebody who was like working in yeah. production. They're like, "Damn, do you work out? Be a demon real quick. <laughs> Be a demon real quick. <laughs> Why don't you drop those pants? Be like, we're not drawing that part. You want to be a star, don't you?" <laughs> You want to be a part of the Disney organization, right? Oh, no. Drop them pants. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. take you to the top. The <laughs> uh, next up, like right after, like it literally transitions into it. We get Ave Maria by Franz Schubert, which is the only track that has vocals. Mm-hmm. But apparently this is the version it's that beautiful. they wanted. So it yes, is. you can talk about this because I'm about to fall asleep. No. Like I always do. Yeah, I thought no. it was pretty. I think I already did. I mean, this is where you really get that. Um, I forget what the technology is called, where they use the multiple plates to give depth mm-hmm. perception to like really work that into the artwork. But it's really done in. It's like the town woke up pretty much, and the followers are going to church. So this is like the demon was playing on Saturday night. This is Sunday morning. Like, okay, you're you're over. So it's really kind of like a art deco look mm-hmm. to me the way that everything is very symmetrical and even the trees have this kind of like gothic inspired arch the way the canopies come together yeah so you're kind of passing through the woods 
and you see you're kind of following a procession of followers like along a river over a bridge and whatnot and you see they they're carrying candles and they're going to i guess uh worshiper or something like that but it's it's the complete opposite of what has just happened Mm -hmm. and i don't think these two pieces are ever together they just know that they were completely separate that they they're so completely separate that they work together so well yeah so the changing of the seasons night and day Mm -hmm. good versus evil evil. yeah yeah and it ends on like a sunrise and it just fucking ends yep (laughs) it does end it's just like yeah just is like peace out see you later you're like oh no credits nothing yeah but Some, it's it's good. I mean, mm-hmm. that type of blatant juxtaposition and duality in art and in music. I mean, music is art, but in any type of art form, I really enjoy. And for something to be so bold to put that into the movie back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really good. It's, it's pretty universal. It's something that everyone can pretty much understand. And yeah, I just, I think it works well. And I've... Always love this movie. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Something else that I found out is that they, when they re-released it in the '90s, they made a fucking Sega Genesis game of Fantasia, and it has all this bit crushed like classical music, and it makes my fucking ears bleed. Oh, I like like. There's just channels that will do playthroughs of like random old games, like the Three Ninjas Kickback game or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which looked sweet. And I'm like, damn, why didn't I know about this? But this game, it has that like Disney polish. They even had that in like the 16-bit era mm-hmm. where it's like, these games look nice. Like the UI looks nice. Everything is cohesive. It's just the fucking music. high pitch stuff is like really high pitch yeah. beeping. And it's just like, oh. me, 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 me. <laughs> like, <laughs> right in your fucking ear. <laughs> That's weird. So anyways, <laughs> another another fun piece of history that I found about this. They released this in like 1968 or 1969 with the edits taking out the like smaller black centaur figures because mm-hmm. they're like, it's just not kosher anymore. Yeah. yeah, It never was kosher, but you know, they still did it. Anyways, Jeez. because it was that time and they re-released it, they actually were like, you know, kids are into like psychedelic shit now. So let's make like a psychedelic poster for this movie. And they have oh. all of these trippy posters for Fantasia. Ugh. And they look fucking sweet. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but like, all the but the like young adults and like teenagers were like all about it. They're like, dude, what were you guys fucking on when you made this? And they're like, Milk of Magnesia? Like, yeah. I don't know, it was the nineteen forties. <laughs> <laughs> Call that 1940 snake oil. (laughs) But yeah, a lot of bourbon. (laughs) You drink bourbon like fucking. But yeah, but it's like you see you see like a gig poster for like Jimi Hendrix or Janis Joplin Mm -hmm. back in the day, and has all this like flowy type, and it's just like all filled with color and shit. It's just there's a Fantasia poster that looks like that. I'm like, damn, I kind of want that. (laughs) That looks really freaking sweet. Um. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of fun stuff about this movie. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Like I had I had lunch with a friend yesterday and I was talking about doing this episode with her and she was like, "Man, that movie is so fucking boring." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, you're boring." So, I don't want to <laughs> You're 
boring. But if you've never watched it, I would definitely give it a shot. Yeah. It's a different experience to probably what a lot of people are used to, especially from Disney. I mean, it's yeah. a different experience because you have to watch it, but kind of transport your mind back to when this was released and just know that it was such a groundbreaking film at mm-hmm. the time. So yeah, don't like, look at it with today's filter. Like, Oh, this is shit. Like this uh, yeah. animation sucks. Like, yeah. Like all of the techniques that were used in this movie could be easily emulated nowadays. Yeah. Like in no time when I, back in the day it took like days and like sometimes weeks to do some of these things. Hmm. Like very pioneering techniques. I would love to see a mo- I mean, why do this? But like you said, emulate the technology that was used back then, mm-hmm. but with artists of today. Like doing that, like use that multiplane camera. I think that was called a multiplane camera. But yeah, like Sounds use right. that multiplane camera and and whatnot to do an entire movie. I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, well, good choice. Good choice. Thank you. Isabel's like it was all right. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. <laughs> like I don't think I'll watch that again. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Damn. <laughs> it wasn't like. <laughs> You're like well. No, that's fine. I have said, I have stated on here that there are plenty of movies that I will never watch again, and I hate you for making me watch it. (laughs) Again, make sure you like the podcast and episodes on our different platforms, and leave us a review. And you can also find us on Instagram at Mixed Movie Reviews. Like us, and we will like you. (laughs) (laughs) If you like us, we'll give you a a high five. (laughs) (laughs) A digital high five. A digital high five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and as always, we'd like to give a quick shout out to Damien Carter for letting us use a song just hanging out. And next up is Singleton. <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Time to guess that movie. <laughs> so I have been looking forward to this for a long time. And I am glad that neither one of you have chosen this movie. Ooh, okay. I know what it is. No, you. What is it, clues. Taylor? Yeah, what is it? It's a great race, isn't it? No, it's not. Yeah, no. fart face. Oh, <laughs> I saw you see me in the car. When Damn, you mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Taylor's like I got this. Oh, don't worry, it's on my list. But I was like, I was like, I'm gonna give Taylor this look because he referenced the great race earlier. And he's going to think like, oh, I know exactly what is like, his wrist now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. You've been played, son. So it was worth it. <laughs> it was. It was good. <laughs> I know well, what it is. It was worth it. I'm about to unwrap everything in about five minutes. <laughs> okay. Give us some clues. Frozen villagers. Dear Whistler. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was seriously about to say fucking Willow. And we've already. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Will. It's not Will. I know what it is. What is it? Just do your... Do your no, I... I want to hear your... I want to see if you get three points for this. If you guess after Jesus. one... <laughs> Why did I just punch the mic? <laughs> Feels like I can't end What do you think it is? It's legend. Oh, I fucking love you. Damn. Legends can't be both. Well, I thought of the scene where she like goes in and that lady's just like frozen yeah. chopping stuff. Damn. <laughs> Good job. Nice. I'm really excited. I really enjoy this movie. I haven't seen this movie it's in solid. so long. And Talking about it does, the devil again. For Taylor, <laughs> it has a banger of a soundtrack. It does. So the next movie is going to be Legend with Tom Cruise. 
and Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Those are pretty much the main <laughs> And Mia Serino. Mia Serino. She was. This was her first movie after or before uh, Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yep. She didn't do a whole lot of movies. No. She, she was kind of like, yeah, acting was fun, but I'm going to do my own stuff. Yep. <laughs> She's like, see you later. Who's <laughs> bitches? Yeah. I love this movie because it is, again, I'm sorry to bring up another fucking video game, but this movie is Legend of Zelda. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Tom Cruise's Link, Mia Serino's Zelda, and Tim Curry is Ganondorf. Or Ganon, if you want to go there. You did. I mean, <laughs> I he's even like he's even like a pig dude. Who? Who? Well, no, I guess he's more he's like a, a bull. He's yeah, he's the <laughs> devil. He's the devil. Oh yeah, whatever. He's still like Ganondorf. <laughs> I don't care. Anyways, we'll get into that when we actually Jesus. do. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to draw all the parallels between the Legend of Zelda and Legend. Yeah, you draw this one. I might watch a couple times. If well, I will preface this: if you watch it more than once. Watch the like theatrical version, and yeah. then watch the, I believe like director's cut, Interesting. because it is pretty different. The music's different too. Interesting. And like you the have director's a copy cut? of. I you used cut to all have because you got bootleg shit. <laughs> no, I used to actually have a physical copy of the director's cut, hmm. but then I. I didn't think too much about it because they're never really that different. They just add stuff. Yeah. It's, it's never like, like the soundtrack has changed. Like, but I was watching it. And I'm like, I don't think I like this as much as the VHS that I watched all the time. So I got rid of it and then got the original. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited to do this one. Yeah. Looking it's forward got to costumes. it. costumes. I wanted that dress. It's freaking awesome. Mm. Pretty excited. Prepare yourselves for our next episode and watch along with us. Goodbye. <laughs> And good luck. <laughs> Something scary. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. Goodbye. <laughs> Just hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with the family, having ourselves a party. Yeah, so this movie definitely sparked my love for. Sorry, this could all get cut out, but when you were like. Not knowing who Sebastian Bach is. He's the lead singer for Skid Row. Johan Sebastian Bach Shit. is the composer. <laughs> well, Sebastian Bach. He's the lead singer for the 80s band Skid Row. <laughs> nice. It's just, it's just funny. You said it and I was like, I know that's not the person she thinks it is. Well, Johan. Johan Sebastian Bach is the German composer. That's Sebastian Bach. I don't know who that is. The lead singer for Skid Row. Anyways. 18 and left. I don't know what that is. 18 and left to go. Okay, there you go. But he never kept it clean. No. Um, it's just funny. He's Canadian. <laughs> oh, you're Canadian. <laughs>